Yo, 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 welcome to another episode of TBH, To Be Honest. Your boy, your host, Devon, a.k.a. Murph McGirt. Uh, and with us, our host today, we have Nate, a.k.a. Wallflower, Nadia, a.k.a. Facebeat, and a special guest to join us today. You want to introduce yourself to the audience? No, I'm a special guest, so you should introduce me because I'm You're right. Special guest being, being introduced today, we got Nick from Ancestors Touch here with us today. Special guest from an Ancestors Touch. Nick, what's up? Hi, how are y'all, TBH? I am such a fan and I'm so excited to be here with y'all. Um, and do some dirty solstice drama. I'm ready for the solstice. I'm ready for the winter. Let's go to season. Tis the season. It's the season. Face beat wallflower was cracking. Nothing much. Uh, just spent this uh, nigga solstice just moving into Pittsburgh officially. Um, in the apartment, I'm gonna spend the rest of the time in schooling. Um. And that's pretty much it. I recently got the power of persuasion over the solstice. What so, about you? We're going to talk about the solstice. Hold on, hold on. We, I want to give you a time to, to, to fully, fully teach us and tell us about your powers. Wallflower, how you doing? I'm all right. I'm good. I'm ready for this holiday season to really get started. I'm waiting for Christmas. I got all my gifts and stuff. I also have a lot of plans for 2020, so I'm really waiting for this month to get done with. But I'm good. I'm good. How about you, Devon? How are you? Chilling, man. Christmas is like my favorite holiday. So Same. I'm, 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 it took me a little bit to get into Christmas spirit because of the no. pandemic. But I got here. I'm good now. We got a tree. We got lights. It's popping. You know, making it sound good. Um, <laughs> we're having a good time now. Um, and I think that we should segue this into our first conversation because it's not really like a segment. Um, we don't really have a segment yet, but we do want to discuss the nigga solstice um, and the powers that each of us may ha- may or may not have gotten during the nigga solstice. Solstice. Uh, so, Face B, you were telling us earlier you got the power of persuasion, I believe you said. Was that? Yeah, I got the power of persuasion. It's a very mundane power, which I appreciate. Very low stakes. It's simply the power for one nigga to be like, Wow, I think the sky is out today. I'd be like, nah, it's not out. Not good. We should just like chill out. And they're like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> Let's just do that. And somehow things manifest. That's an extremely dangerous and powerful power. With great power comes great responsibility. That's a lot of responsibility right there, Face B. Not really, because the things I want are extremely low stakes. So okay. I wanted to. I was able to move in the, <laughs> like my family was like, oh, this move plan is not possible. And then it turned out to being a possible, feasible, like quarantine safe plan. Okay. So it was like worth it. So you got small ass, small ass, small Yeah, person. I'm like, I want to like get into somewhere. I'll just like do the work earlier that week while I'm procrastinating on another project. Boom, it happened. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm playing Among Us. I'm trying to convince somebody I'm not the imposter. <laughs> they believe me against evidence. Did you have a good week in Among Us, I'm assuming? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. It was after the solstice. After the solstice. After the solstice. 
Okay, okay. All right, let's you gotta update us with your stats after this solstice to see if you actually have improved. No, not improved. Okay, that's all right. That's all right. Wallflower. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm taking. So the power that I received was black luck. So if you think of the character from Umbrella Academy, Diego, one of his powers is that he's just constantly lucky, right? Like. Whenever he's in combat with people, he throws one of his knives. They always just go where he wants them to go. He doesn't have to think about it twice. It's kind of like a power that you need to think about a lot. And I think his power is useful for me mainly because I can just get everything I want in life. I think it's time for black people to have some luck, right? I think part of anti-blackness and shit is that white people just tend to seem a lot more lucky than black folks because of like structural shit and stuff like that. But not me. Anything I want to do, I'm able to do it just because I'm inherently lucky. I fill out, <laughs> I fill out, uh, um, what do you call it? a lottery ticket? Immediately I win. You know, I'll have something in my mind that I want to do. Immediately it happens, right? I don't have to think about it twice. I'm just always lucky. I look down on the street. I see a hundred dollar bill. I pick it up. It's actually two hundred dollars. I'm just constantly lucky. So that's the the skill I learned in the solstice. That's a that's an interesting skill. Yeah, it took me a lot to realize I even had it. You know, I just constantly was lucky, and I realized that hey, I'm just special. You know, I'm a special person. That's what that solstice do for you. Oh, I did a lot, man. I did a lot. I'm very proud of it. How about you, Nick? Did you get a power over the solstice? No. I don't want y'all to judge me. But I am very certain that I can see the future. About four years, something terrible happens to the Kardashians. And I'm going to leave that at that. And I want y'all to look back at this episode and just know that my superpowers have been activated. <laughs> It's a great superpower, to be honest. I always wanted to look at the future. It will solve a lot of my anxiety, to be honest. So here's a question about your power. Is it like you just get random premonitions, or you want some Nassau Raven, like, frozen deer in the headlights, head-ass nigga in the grocery store with your power? Well, when you know, you know. And there's just some things that I absolutely know. I don't know how I know. I don't know who told me. I don't know if a birdie whispered in my ear. I don't know if I had a dream about it. But I feel it in my spirit. And I know for a fact. Got about four more years. It's the last term of the Kardashians. Both Interesting. How about you, Devon? What's your superpower? I got the power to stay black and die. Um, it's a beautiful power. Uh, I let go of all the worldly needs to not be black. Um, that's wild because all my black uncles and my black father had that same exact power amen amen it's a power that's been passed down generationally from my ancestors (laughs) it just activated for me during the solstice but yeah my ability to to stay pathology is a beautiful thing I'm gonna be black it it reminds me of like it sounds like you're like a a black worker at like a factory and like they just keep on shitting on you and you're like you know what guys I I don't need any of this all yeah, is it like an invisible man type of deal? Like, what does it look like when you're out and about? It, what does it look like when I'm out and about? It. All right, close your eyes and take this walk with me. Close your eyes. Eyes are closed. We're walking on a, uh, on a summer sidewalk, okay? Summer sidewalk, so it's a little hot. Okay. All right? And, and coming up on you on, on the horizon is a young black male. <laughs> not with not a particular jolly step or anything, just a step which you would assume a black male to have. Casually wearing a comfortable fit, because remember it's a summer sidewalk, so some shorts, some slides, a t-shirt, something comfortable, probably a bottle of Arizona in hand, because it's the summer, so he's probably thirsty. 
and just the look of like just life in his eyes that you see him walking up to you he's not angry he's not sad it's just life boom that's me thank you for taking this walk with me nice to meet you my name's Murph McGurk wow that was really a journey what a great superpower I felt like I was there you're welcome I've been in this creating writing uh, workshop, and I think it's really working out for me. <laughs> I, can, I can see you. Whenever somebody says close your eyes, I immediately just do it. I don't know why. It's probably a bad habit of mine. I don't know. I just learned from Aladdin. It's like, close your eyes. I always like, when I close my eyes, there's always like just a really tight, little loose squint. So like, I can kind of see. It's just like a little watered up vision. So I can see a little bit. I'm skeptical of the eye closed. <laughs> All right, we got a, a, a solstice uh, a episode for y'all. So we're going to jump into um, our segments. Our first segment, like we all know, is the ghetto. Um, and wow, uh, the solstice was crazy. Um, um, and so the solstice, as a result of niggas getting powers, when, uh, for some reason, it caused a bunch of tension with those powers that were produced after the solstice. So many, so much tension. In fact, that the way we're going to do the ghetto this time is a little different than we usually do it. Each of us are going to take a, a small segment to discuss the beef or a particular beef that happened as a result of the solstice. So I'm going to pass it to my girl, Face B, so she can talk about one of the beefs that happened or the conflicts that happened as a result of the solstice. Face B. You know, one of the effects of the the solstice is simply the fact that niggas woke up and chose violence. So one nigga by the name of Cupcake, whose superpower is to upset multiple fandoms in a single verse, released a a remix to her song called How to Rob, where it was basically like a Barbie Dreams type of deal, where she just made shots at every popular rap artist that's out today like she made fun of a lot of the guys she made fun of a lot of the girls and was like you know nothing personal all love but releasing a diss track about how she would rob each and every single one of these niggas one of these niggas in particular sukihana who has the power of bad bitchery um was responded to uh cupcakes like verse by you know Taking a lot of shots about how, you know, Sukihana is more popular, her OnlyFans is making money, who the fuck is Cup or who the fuck is Cupcake, like saying a lot of the stuff that the fandoms who are offended or victimized by by Cupcake's Rob verse, like were fit saying about Cupcake, you know, making shots about her body was like that phobic comments, saying stuff about like Sukihana said that she would stomp on Cupcake's mother's grave. Cupcake's mother is alive and actually helped produce the How to Rob uh, remake, if that's (laughs) factual. But basically, these two are getting into beef. Cupcake people have been supporting her because lyrically, her version was really good. It was exciting. It feels very of the culture of hip-hop. People who are supporting Sukihana, I guess are in favor of the fact that like they feel like Cupcake was hating, it was unnecessary shots. In particular, she made a joke about Meg getting shot, which wasn't cool. And it seemed like very unnecessary in the age where a lot of rap girls are playing friendly. So basically, it's just like, what is this rap beef? 
and are there more responses to cupcake to come or is this just like it so nicole what do you think about what's happening here i know you like sukihana a lot i like cupcake a lot i just wanted to know what you think no sukihana with the good coochie my nigga got drug by her coochie lips girl when i say cupcake drug sis around the corner and told her her shit was stretched out and tore up and tore down. I could not believe that I was listening to and that I was hearing another human being could come up with such disrespectful things to say about somebody's children that we've all seen laugh, smile, and play on Instagram. This woman told Sukihana that her three kids could get buried in her loose coochie she told this woman who we all know loves kill bill till death do them part that how you sitting up here with this nigga and got her only fans she drugged their whole union and everything about her so i mean honestly and truly i'm a sookie stan i believe in sookie hana sookie with the good but sis lost there's no way to say it when you watch a bitch that you really like it they ask me but you like but she's still my homegirl, right we witnessed it she's Still great peoples. I can still laugh and giggle. But Suki, you got scratched the fuck up. We just know you a scrappy ass bitch. That's it. You was scrappy, but you got your ass beat. Yeah, I just thought Cupcake song was just like a very good song. I enjoyed it for the same reasons. I I don't get why everyone's mad at this, but no one was mad at Barbie Dreams outside of like Cloud. But Nate, what do you think about what happened? It reminds me of the, 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 the Drake push a T beef to talk about what Nick said. It's like, I'm such a huge Drake fan, but it was kind of impossible not to say that he got knocked out a few times in that beef. And I remember this because originally I love Cupcake because I feel like Cupcake is very raw. She has great energy. She's a great rapper. She's underground, but she maintains a solid fan base. But Suki got dragged pretty fucking terribly. I think part of the problem is that, like, part of the problem is that Suki wasn't expecting it, right? So, like, all her responses were after the beef, so it was kind of seemed like she was very upset. The raps didn't come out as well. She was screaming the raps. I think Cupcake just, I don't want to say ethered her, but she definitely put her in the casket. I think one more diss track, and she's going to bury her. I think Suki has to watch how she responds, because she isn't really known for rapping right now. So if she keeps trying to rap against Cupcake, and Cupcake just keeps on ethering her, it's going to be bad for her career. But I usually agree that like family is off, is off limits, but to be honest, this is hip-hop. People have said worse things about people's families. The bar about that Sukiyana said about about the casket bar about her mom. You just need to do some research. You can figure out somebody's mom is dead or not. Like I feel like it takes like literally a quick Google to be like, is Cupcake's mom dead? Oh no, she's alive. Here's 38 pictures with her right next to her. Oh, Cupcake's mom also is an engineer and helps engineer music for her. I feel like Suki has never dealt with the rap beef before. I don't really remember her like beefing with somebody in over wax. I remember her beefing in like Instagram comments. People are shitting on her for having an OnlyFans. But Suki, if your OnlyFans is bringing in the money that you say is bringing it in, it doesn't matter what anyone says about her, to be honest. It's like Suki's OnlyFans money is probably more money than, than Cupcake's money, to be honest. If you look at Cupcake, there's no shows right now. All her money is coming from her streaming, her, her music streaming, and maybe, I don't know, promotion on her page. Sukiyana is three doubling or tripling that number every single time. So I think Suki should probably lay low a little bit, not respond back, and just keep on making money the way she knows how to. How about you, Devon? Suki got the fan base, so I think at the end, Suki going to win. But if I'm just looking at the, 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 just the beef and the bars, 
Sui got smoked, huh? And, and, and there's one bar and there's one situation in this beef for me that it clarifies it all. Like, and it's what you were just talking about. Like, you can't rap about somebody's mom being dead. Like, that's like one of your hardest punchlines. And she's alive. Like, what? Like, it reminds me of that Waka Flocka song, Rumors. It was like, these niggas said they killed me and kidnapped my daughter. I ain't well, I don't even got no daughter. They mad because I'm a baller. That's what it felt like. I love that song so much. And the oh, fact man. that Cupcake was like, not only is my mom alive, she engineered the track? Nigga, that's a KO in my book. <laughs> that is a knockout punch. The bars were fire and you were wrong on your, on your, on your facts? Not be like if Pusha T said that Drake had a kid and he ain't had no kid. You lose. Mm-hmm. You lost. Period. So, yeah, that's an L for Suki in my book. Um, go ahead, Cupcake. Nate, you want to jump into this second second beef of the souls? This? Hell yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Black Souls, this everybody. People are acting up. The next beef that we have is Nicki Minaj versus her own barbs, her own fans. So over the weekend, a bunch of Twitter users, a bunch of barbs were added to a group chat in Twitter on Twitter that contained a lot of celebrity iCloud information. This happens all the time in the hacking world. People always find these things. Most of the people in the group assume that the information was wrong and they wouldn't really be talking to a celebrity. But why not try? You know, if you're a super fan, you have opportunity to text Nicki Minaj, text Brianna, text Drake. We all would probably do it if we had the option, right? But after they texted the number, they realized that it was actually Nicki Minaj, right? It wasn't somebody pretending to be Nicki Minaj. It was a very real email address with a very real iCloud information. And Nicki Minaj responded in a way that's, uh, to be honest, is a way I would not respond. So Nicki Minaj's superpower is probably the ability to just bring masses of fans to somebody at one time without even thinking about it. Nicki Minaj tweets one single thing, get them, barbs. And hundreds of thousands of black women, black men, black queer people attack whoever she wants to see, right? She's kind of like a Percy Jackson-esque type of leader, right? Can bring a horde of her, of, of her creatures, of her, of her barbs to attack anybody that needs to be. But I think the, the problem with this is that Nicki Minaj has a history of doxing people. And I don't think she understands how dangerous that process is. Because if you, even if you're somebody who watches, like, take a show like Catfish, right? If I have your personal phone number, there are apps that I can use and put your phone number on. I can find your address. I can find your Facebook information. I can find out where you live. I can find out where you work. That's happened constantly to people who are doxxing. It's happening right now to the people that Nicki Minaj is doxing. So I'm wondering whether or not Nicki is fully at fault, at fault here. Because look, imagine picking up your phone and there being 10,000 text messages. And they're all just like clout chasing or people just like riding you, people being like, oh, release music, release music, release music. 10,000 times, I can understand the emotion of wanting to get rid of it, of wanting to be like, please, people, get rid of these people who are in my phone constantly. I don't want to have to get a new iCloud or buy a new phone. But I don't know what side I already stand on. And I feel like Nikki is wrong, but also bothering people is wrong. It seems like the solstice has given a large group of Nikki Barb fans the power to just be annoying, more annoying than they've ever been before. I don't know. Nadia, how do you feel about it? Do you think Nikki is in the wrong here? Yes, the barbs can be annoying, but at the same time, Nikki's kind of worked with them a lot of the times to condition this type of behavior about being obnoxious. It's like, I, like, come on, everyone was in middle school and like, you know, called that phone number and kissed me through the phone to hear from a person like I don't think real harm was being made it was very annoying like that I can believe but you know I feel like 
there's multiple things someone like Nicki Minaj can do to resolve that problem that does not then require her reaching out to those same annoying fans to then go harass other people. Like the behavior or the reaction to me that I think is unnecessary is like, you know, trying to make sure someone else who didn't even know they were really texting you to be like, cause it's not just like all types of life people like you listed, right? Like Nicki Minaj has some pretty heinous fans. <laughs> like everyone does, but there are some barbs who do pretty heinous things. Yeah, they they they've been known to stalk people like celebrities that don't like Nicki Minaj, but have said anything like publicly about her. And it's a really dangerous kind of fan base to get involved in. Even though I can't lie, I'm kind of a part of it. But you probably should be a part of a new of, of a better fan base. Maybe the Navy. Maybe I don't know. No, because the there are people like that in the Navy. There are people like that. There's people like that throughout tons of fandoms, like tons. Like, what do you think that Nicki Minaj edges her fans on more than the other two? A little bit. Well, you have to say yes in a world where she's literally Instagramming them links to people they can harass for her. Mm. You know what I mean? Like doing that assumes some level of responsibility over your fans because your fans wouldn't be doing that had you not posted that. You're inciting something. I don't think that Black women should be held responsible for how the fuck we make people feel and what people do as a result of our power. If Nikki say motherfucking shoot and you decide to shoot, that's on you. Her lyrics is about that shit already. She's already like, you Nikki fans, you my sons, you do what I tell you to. Therefore, I lead, you bitches follow. What she said, I am the leader. So she's been on this whole mentality because she's motherfucking Nikki Minaj. And she will and we will do what she says because she's the Barbie. And at the end of the day, we can't hold women accountable and be like, well, you know, you sent them. Guess what? Black women got motherfuckers that ride for them. Because people ride for me, I'm not responsible for their actions. If my nigga snatch your nigga up and make a pop your shit, because he ride for me, because he loyal to me, I don't have shit to do with that. <laughs> I don't have nothing to do with that. That loyalty, that Damn kind of what? <laughs> That loyalty, that kind of commitment. But here's the thing, here's the thing. If there's a moment in that from point niggas ride from you to point niggas who row for you did something, if there's a point in between when you said, hey, niggas go get them, that assumes a level of responsibility. Like, right. what do you so mean? Let me, let me go let me go to the next with you. I'm going to be a real barb advocate. And let me tell you something. Think about this. So, like, when, you know, somebody beats up your sister, what do you do? Do you not tell your family? As a person who got hella family members, Nadia, you know you're going to be like, y'all should ride for me. So Barbies, my barbs, my base, my sons, these bitches I created, these bitches I give life to. You sing new body when you wake up, when you feel good. You uh, sing motherfucking Roman's Revenge when you want to be spicy, right? You got my word about constantly. I'm a part of you. I'm a part of your energy, bitch. If I say ride, you get up the fuck up and you rise. And it is what it is. Nah, nigga, that's toxic as fuck. I'm calling bullshit. Yeah, Nicki Minaj is not your fucking family. Nicki Minaj is not going to do the things that family does. Okay, so I guess my question is, does she not do anything to deserve some type of loyalty? She's not the nigga- loyalty to fucking harass people and search their addresses and send if them. If you're up. a fan, you got the fan. loyalty to buy her music and go to concerts and go see her perform. That's all, the loyalty all that she all of our, so my thing is, buy their clothes. If somebody harassed Beyonce, 
Would the beehive not go wild? That's toxic too. That's also bad. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, Nick. Is somebody harassing so you Beyonce? Can't protect black women. <laughs> the beacon has taken over Nicole. Right, right. The barbs have got her. The spirit <laughs> of the barb has got her. Also, I mean, I get, I get the side of Nikki being like. I feel like sometimes with celebrities, we hold them to such a high pedestal that we assume that they're not human. Sometimes they don't react like humans react. Sometimes. I feel like part of this Nikki situation is like she's reacting poorly, but she's also reacting very humanly. Mm-hmm. Like if someone is disliked that, someone has their if someone has their, their phone number, it's your privacy. You know, no one likes to feel like they don't have any privacy because you don't know. Someone has your icon information. Maybe they can figure out like maybe you want to send somebody a ping one day. They can hack into your shit and figure out where the fuck you are. You don't really know how far this is gonna go because there there are stands who just want to be annoying, right? Who's just gonna where's the album? Where's the album? Where's the album? And then there are stands who want to come to your house, who, who, if they knew where you live, would follow you every single day. I feel like part of it is she's reacting to that to be like, she's a now, she's a, she's a first, she's a newborn mother, she's a newborn baby, you know? So it's like a little bit of privacy and it's a little bit about protection. So I get the whole like, look, like you shouldn't send people after people, but it's also like those people should be held accountable for their decisions too. Like it's intrusive to steal someone's iCloud information and text them with shit about music when they're a regular person who has to deal with regular person things every single day. Like she has to raise her child. She has a new husband. She has a life outside of her music. And assuming that like you can be intrusive to her just because you're a fan of her music is a little fucked up. But I do think Nikki should change how she reacts to things. But it's a humanist reaction. Well, all right, Devon, what's your beef? Okay, I'm going to keep my beef kind of short because this beef didn't necessarily start with the solstice. It happened a long time. Like, this has been a long-going beef, but it just happened to pick back up because of the solstice. Um, but it's the beef between Saucy Santana city girl, uh, and the City Girls on one side and Roland Ray um, on the other side, where uh, Roland Ray's power uh, is that he made rich niggas regular. Rich, like, rich niggas, rich bitches, they just regular to him. He's a regular person. I don't know if you know Roland Ray. But he is famous for being on divorce court and for making a mockery and calling Judge Toller, who the black community loves, calling her Miss Toller, and like just being a fool on fucking divorce court. And like, that's it. That's his claim to defense. He was trying to defend Miss Toller. She was called Miss Judge Toller. Well, he was trying to defend her because she was called girl, and he was trying to say it's Miss Toller. He was trying to assign her her authority, her rank. Yeah, but like also like not assigning her authority. Funny ass. That's what I'm saying. Roller Ray was literally famous for being a fool on divorce court. So like, why is he still relevant? Well, his superpower make niggas regular. Why you get you got the City Girls, who's arguably one of the hottest rap groups out right now. Saucy Santana, like who like his fame. Uh, what is his superpower? Yeah, yeah. He 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 knows exactly what the ratchet niggas need. Like ratchets, they they just attracted to his flesh. Like, whatever, this is whatever he owned, Ratchet's fucking with it. So, you know, that's his power. And the City Girls, uh, JT and Carisha, I don't know what their power is. J- JT's power is the ability to think that she won't get canceled with how much problematic shit she say. It's, 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 she won't, it's the idea that she thinks she won't get canceled. That's her power. And Carisha's power is the ability to not be able to rap but still end up on songs. I think it's an incredible power. How she ended up on that says something remix with the baby in them. Ah, ooh, it's, it's rough to listen to. I always I try to skip that part, but like the next verse and the verse before it, I like, so it's kind of hard to skip, but whatever. But anyway, the beef. Let's just talk about the beef real quickly. 
Um, woof. Um, this beef is a testament to ableism in the black community, particularly in three ways. First, Saucy Santana, over the past, I think maybe a month ago, he dropped a, a viral hit on TikTok. It was a song called Walk. Chorus goes, yeah, nigga, you can talk, but let me see if you can walk. And they'd be like, walk, walk, walk. Very catchy. People being doing crazes. Supermodels are walking to it on TikTok. However, the genesis of this song was a criticism of Rolling Ray. Oh, by the way, if you don't know Rolling Ray, which like his name is telling, Rolling Ray is actually in, uh, has a disability. He's in a wheelchair. And so, you know, the, the song is like <laughs> making fun of the fact that he's in a wheelchair. It's like you can talk shit, but you can't walk, which is super ableist. Okay, that's, that's number one. Number two. Carisha, um, also known as Young Miami um, from uh, the City Girls, <laughs> this weekend. Now, mind you, Roland Ray did say some wild shit. Because Roland Ray, he, not, he don't just say it. Like, he be saying it, but remember, he's irrelevant. So you shouldn't really respond. But, like, he was like, yo, I'm going to dig up your baby father which, to, to Carisha, which is fucked. Because her baby father just passed away, I think, maybe about four or five months ago. It's, like, really fresh, right? Which, this is dark. Um, in response, though, uh, mm. Miami says, "Young bitch from the 305 put a nigga out his slides and threatened to punch, basically punch Roland Ray in the back of the head and knock him out of his chair." Um, again, which is a wow. Um, that's a pretty ableist statement. Um, that was bad. It, it just got bad. Um, Santana, Santana says, "I'll read you some just some notable tweets, and then we can talk about this." Uh, Santana says, "Handicap Henry." Can you run your hands as fast as you run your mouth? Stop trying to troll people to make the blogs. You ain't got shit else better to do. Nobody won't even pay you to come on TV and entertain. Go get your diaper changed and stop feel, fucking with all rappers all day. Okay, that was Sosa Santana. A lot of ableism and nonsense in there. Roland Ray's response was, well, there's a bunch of parts of this beef. Apparently, like, I don't know if you listen to the City Girls, but like, they're, one of their things is period. Like, that is the thing that is, like, core to their identity. Um, Roland Ray, as well as Asian Doll, which we'll talk about a little later, but Roland Ray claims that her, P-U-R-R-R, per, which is period, or his way of saying period, that's been a thing since MySpace, my nigga. Like, he says that, that we've been saying that. And then anytime y'all beef with him, y'all be like, er, which means he winning. So, you know, I mean, and then the, the, what else? The other things that happened, they, they were talking about fighting and making, linking up with each other. Apparently, like, uh, Roland, apparently Roland Ray was like, y'all not about nothing, drop your address. Young Miami said, I swear on my kids, I'm gonna make that bitch walk again. Um, on my dead baby daddy, you better hope I never run into you. Retarded bitch, which is, oof, that's ableist. I'm gonna spin in your face and make you eat, on your, uh, eat, eat, eat dirt on my kids. Um, yeah, this is just a bunch of spicy comments back and forth. Um, I don't think anybody's right here. I think everybody, everybody is just wrong. It's just ableism and, and terrible wishing bad on the dead and, and then making hit songs off of pain and, and saying terrible things to each other. So, yeah, uh, I, don't think, I don't think anybody's on the good side of this one. Anybody want to comment on that? Yeah, I think the, the weird thing about the Internet is that it makes people just go way, way farther than they would go if they were in real life. Because the fact that he that, that she immediately goes for his disability and he immediately goes for like her dead baby father is just like the internet's become a crazy place. I remember when beefs 
used to be more subversive than that. Like people would just say little slick shit on songs and you knew they were talking about each other, but you really had to piece one and two together to figure out what this beef really was. But these people are tweeting each other directly. There's direct threats. They're talking about people's family and people's lifestyle. I just before, like a few years ago, you just didn't see shit like this on the internet, like frequently. People would beef and people would like threaten to fight each other, but people just go so far, so quick, like you were saying, Devon. It just got very dark. That walk song to me is like, when I first heard it, I didn't know the context of the song. I didn't know that it was about Rolling Rain. I thought it was a pretty decent, like little TikTok song, you know, something that you can make a dance to. But now I just feel horrible for even listening to it. I'm like, oh my God. I always wonder, like, why do people go so far in, like, simple beefs that you could just either meet up and squash it or meet up and fight it? I don't really know if she really wants to fight Rolling Ray. I think she just wants to embarrass him. I just hope this, this beef gets solved soon because I don't see it going anywhere positive. I don't know. What do you think, Nadia? Um, I think all parties involved are foolish. Like, I think all parties involved are people who are liked for their personality like they are, have like this it factor that people gravitate towards like people really like rolling gray people really like saucy santana people really like the city girls uh, but all of these people are not um let's say like they're not people who've ever pretended that oh i'm the most like perfect like cookie cutter like never done nothing wrong like a lot of them have a cult of personality where they say really mean things that are wow all the time so it's just like a vortex of wild niggas all linking up because they all say wild shit all the time so it's like rolling Ray says some wild shit about creature creature says some wild shit about rolling ray um santana's been saying wild shit about everybody for a while the city girls have been saying wild shit about saucy santana and they're still friends it's like the way they like quote unquote read each other is od um so i'm not on anybody's side um i don't like what was said to, about carisha's family i don't like what was said about rolling ray don't like what rolling ray said about santana and i don't like what santana said about them it's just like a lot of messy people just linking up and trying to be the worst to each other do you think that they could maybe like end this in some way do you think it's gonna just get worse it only gets worse yeah Roland, I don't see them recovering from that. Roland like, Ray, Ray got a diss track. Roland Ray got a diss track. Uh, Saucy Santana diss track. I think it's dropping either tonight or tomorrow night, I think. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't know. Nick, how do you feel? Um, My thing is I just believe in Roland Ray because he got these basic ass bitches out of their character. He made mm. bitches that got back Perkins talk to nigga that's in the wheelchair from the DMV. When I say this nigga ain't supposed to be making the moves he making from that chair, that nigga is snatching these bitches' weaves, taking these bitches' lace fronts right from their motherfucking scalp. And it's kind of ridiculous that you would really be so bothered by somebody who has so little, according to you all, to offer that you have made him such a capital-ass character on Twitter. Y'all sitting up there tweeting the fuck out of him, telling him you hope he die, you gonna push him out of his wheelchair. Um, and you know, JT was trying to say that that song, uh, Walk, was made before the Santana beef uh, with Roland Ray, and that, you know, it just happened to come out in such a timely, in an untimely fashion. Even so, uh, with your beef with him, you knew that that wasn't appropriate. You knew that that was some subtweeting ass shit. 
and you should definitely be held responsible. My thing about them two ignorant ass heifers is they will never be held responsible because that's what their whole image is. We do ratchet ass shit. We unaccountable for our ratchetness because the streets has made us unknowing of the things that we're doing. And that's just not the truth. And black people should be held motherfucking accountable and know right from wrong. Especially if you're talking about how many bags you got, little bitch. And I think that does it. We'll be right back with more TBH. All right, yo, welcome back to more TBH. I'm your boy, Merch McGirt. And we're back with our Who's Line segment. And this one is particularly spicy. It's empowered by the nigga Solstice. And I am, I, I just, we got to get right to it. So on one team, I have the one, the only, the motherfucking City Girls, 305. We got Carisha and JT in the motherfucking building. What's up, City Girls? What's up? First of all, I want to say you messed up that our superpowers, my superpower is I don't work jobs, bitch, I am a job. And my sister power is her pussy talks English, Spanish, and French. She multilingual in this bitch. Period. What's happening? All right, all right, period. 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 (laughs) With a T at the end. Okay. Get it right. All right, Mm -hmm. on the other side. Oh, we have uh queen vaughn this the one and only asian doll asian doll what's up hey y'all it's asia the brat asian doll and you know you saying period but you got to remember who said it first period all right ho well we're gonna get there we're gonna see i need to know okay okay so i have questions for both sides because y'all are in in the middle of like one of the the feistiest internet beefs of 2020, honestly, maybe of the last couple of years. So I just want to unpack some of it. Um, this all started when Asian Doll shared a video of, 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 of a song or a feature that she was supposed to have on Meg's album. Asian Doll, why did you share this video? Was it like a lot of the people being like, you did that shit to, for clout. Like, why would you, why did you share that, that your verse? I let them beat it like drumline, first off. Probably the best bar out of the entire album for Megan, to be honest, if she would have put it on there. I just want to throw that out there. You bitches is mad at me because I'm different, because I'm not like y'all, because I don't have to sell pussy for albums. That's the number one. You fuck with nigga Trump then, like you wanted to. Hold on, hold on, hold on. on. I said, why don't you all fuck with nigga Trump then if you not like us, since you want to? That's who you fuck with. Real shit, hoe. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, Miss 305. Hold I on. fuck with losers. That's what you said. You oh, fuck oh, with the oh, nigga oh, Trump because you a loser? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's try to keep some order. I know city girls, I know y'all like to jump, but we need to keep some level level of That's order. What you can do is jump. Listen, Asian dog. My question is you, you can't jump near as high. My question was very specific, Asian. What why did you put that song on Instagram? Because I was minding my own motherfucking business, vibing, just sitting there. Thirsty? Bitch, I'm fully hydrated. You don't even have your own soul, bitch. Your body is for an oasis, bitch. You're cracked. Hydrated. Okay, we need we need just a little bit of of, of just peace and semblance of order for this conversation. Dehydrated? Bitch, you got it, Mr. Murphy. 
QC is your main supply, bitch. Wait, wait a minute. And we ain't never thirsty. Right. He makes sure that throat is filled all the way to the top. Period. Okay. Yeah, okay. Whoa, wait a minute. Okay, wait a minute. There's a lot of salacious comments being thrown back and forth. Asian doll, this is actually something I really wanted to ask you about. One of the things you said on Twitter over the beef during the beef was that JT be fucking on everybody. Apparently she fuck on young uh Yachty, she fuck on QC or or P, or P from QC. Like she fuck on everybody. So w- where is this coming from? Like you have ev- you got evidence for that? I mean want to be real with y'all why do we need a video why do we need a statement why do we need a receipt for the shit that we just know is true i don't need no video to know that these bitches got on their knees to get where they got and them just fucking why because you don't got a hoe okay so these hoes happy they got songwriters these hoes happy that they pussy can we got bags so we got number one album so where your singles at where your records at oh you bitches can what summer you claim one of you bitches was definitely fucking and sucking CEOs in jail. We know that was true. Bitch. You better fucking suck so you can get a label. I'll fuck 12. Right, right. <laughs> fucking and sucking definitely means something when you bitches don't own a fucking penny. You fucking suck for free. Tell I me own a you. Bentley. What you own? I guess what? All my masters have my name on them. What y'all shit say? The same. And what's your master selling, though? Zero dollars. Mr. Murphy, name one of her masters. Name one of her records right now. You go on tour, bad baby. Oh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, listen, I am a moderator. Y'all can't bring me into this shit. I'm not Megan Thee Stallion. I'm just asking you the people, right? You the people. You representative of the people. What's one of her masters you claim? You know. There's something from one of her masters, though. This doll's reloaded. You bitches been jealous. You bitches this been spelling was known more behind the bars than you. Everyone was saying jealous of what? Jealous of what? No bad tone. Carisha and JT, I'm gonna mute y'all's mics on this Zoom call, okay? Oh With my god! Semblance of peace. Mute them bitches. Can't mute these no bags. That's all All right, doll, just give me a second. I want to ask this question to JT. Um, Carisha, you really don't seem to have much input. So JT, um. Why do you think that there's this like beef between artists like Asia Doll that have a sound of they're independent and they also don't have a sound that's similar to yours? Like, why do you think that those artists take up issue with the way that y'all get y'all bad? Well, first of all, I think you did a disservice to my sister Carisha. She always got stuff to say, she always got Thank input. You, bitch. She can say what she want to say. You can jump in whenever. I think these bitches are mad because they ain't at where we got, but they constantly want to devalue us for what we do when we get there. She's not sweet, clean. Sometimes get to the top. You got to get your hands dirty and they mad and they want to slut shame us and they want to talk about who's filling us, who's making who we, what we do with our unmarried bodies and what we do with bodies that are our own and decisions that are our own they want to shame us for not getting where we at when they do the same shit as us for half the price just a quarter a quarter you fucking the sex man for the sex and we fucking the sex man for the birkins for the careers for the jobs for the ability to keep rocking in this bitch to be a job not work a job JT, we're going to give her a job. That problem. We're going to give her a job, JT. They mad at us when they can be figuring out how to collect day bags. I don't care that she released the, the, the video. Sure, she needs some spotlight. She needs some clout. She needs some thirst. Like, I'm not selfish. You know, go get yours. But to try to 
throw it on us that we took your moment. Nah, the City Girls is just that shit. People been begging for a hot girl, City Girls collab. That's what the bitches want. That's what the girls are speaking for. Nobody's talking about Asian Doll. This is the most we've ever heard about Asian Doll. So hmm. I did have a question That's about that. Um, and I, I could pass this to Asian Doll in a second, but um, it, for matter of fact, I'll just ask you this question, Asian Doll. They say they don't work a job, bitch. They am, but they are a job. But mm-hmm. you're saying that the the only job being worked is them being worked over by not owning any of their masters, right? So do are they really like do they even are they even really getting the bag like that? I want to tell you something. These are some typical pussy selling bitches. All they sell is pussy, so all they sell is false motherfucking dreams and reality. They sell pussy for profit, ho. The reality of this situation is I'm a real ass shooter, bitch, and when I motherfucking aim, you bitches better get out the motherfucking way. Your pussy can't pull up. Pull up. From these bullets, bitch. But at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, like I'm gonna say this. These bullets bisexual. These girls do is sell pussy. All I was doing was being pretty on the internet. Minding sales. And this ugly bitch. You couldn't get it to sell. This ugly bitch came on my page hating once again. Oh, who's ugly? Y'all niggas want to fuck JT. You already know the ugly bitch. Get online. Who the ugly bitch? Oh. Yeah, all right. I'm talking about my sister like that. I don't think you should talk about yourself that way. I think you should have solidarity. Power yourself. This is about this is about me being pretty and unbothered by you ugly. Where the bag at? Pretty bothered though. I have a question. Bothered. I actually have a question about that. So you said that you seen that that Asian doll seemed pretty bothered, but y'all the ones that jumped on her shit when she shared the video. We don't play with no hoe. We don't play with no hoe. I said why she? Why does why does Asian doll have y'all so bothered? She doesn't have us bothered. I mean, y'all already tweeted like fifty fucking times. This somebody, somebody. It's a quarantine. At us. Listen, it's one of me and it's three of these bitches because I'm not letting that bitch Megan go either. Me- Whoa, freaking Megan has nothing to do. They with made it. a business decision, yeah. oh, and that's why you mad. We're all Megan's friends. I was Megan surprised she was on the album in the first place. You were surprised, bitch. I'm surprised you're still not on your knees waiting for Southside to finish up. Whoa. And if Whoa. I was, what's the problem, ho? Wait, JT, you fucked outside too? If I did, what's the problem, <laughs> ho? What's the problem? We stacking. We stacking. I get it how I live it. I see motherfucking city girls. They know the motherfucking Christian girls. This ain't Mary Mary. Why are you worried about what I'm doing? <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Number I'm one. I your business. Oh. I have a question about that. Wait. All right, Mr. Murphy. Mr. Murphy, back to your original question about these bitches not making their own shit and not making their own money. The answer is real simple. You're making your own shit. You're making your own money. How are you doing in comparison to us? Is the city on lock because of you or because of the city girl? They don't own shit. This bitch, Carisha, live in an apartment. This bitch, JT, live in an apartment. These bitches don't own a thing just like they don't own their album. What do you own? Living in an apartment next to Jay's soundtrack. What are you wearing? Just like that Audemars is rented. Who knows you? Gucci like dropped you. Gucci didn't even want you on his label. Like you're talking spicy you here. With like, the nigga Trump. All that shit is rented. We can rent a, we can rent a in, in defense of Asian anybody could look like a city girl. It really just depends on how much you can. Except rent. for you. In defense Everyone want to look like a city girl. Nobody want to look like you. They don't got the city girl bags. Oh, I look like Asian doll, bitch. Remember that Asian doll. Asian dolls doll. is dead. I can't remember. Dolls I'm struggling. Dead. I'm struggling. You're so forgettable. It's so hard. This doll to reload it. I got your bitches tooth the fuck in. Period. Only Barb I know is Nikki, ho. Period. Okay. I have a question about that. I have two questions. 
Um, and one side is for the city girls. I'll let y'all answer. Asian doll, I'll, I need you to let them answer. And then Asian doll, I'm going to ask you a question. City girls, probably JT, but, you know, Carisha, if you want to, chime in. Um, there was a comment made during this beat by Asian doll that uh, Lil Uzi Vert's sister beat the shit out of you. And you talking about pull up. Do you have a response? Never Why would I have a response to that? Like, never happened. Either you're making fun of me for being abused, which is fucked up. By little Uzi's sister? Wait, you said that I'm being abused by little Uzi? No, little Uzi's sister beat the shit out of you because you was wilding little Uzi shit. And little Uzi's sister beat your ass. Girl, shut the fuck up. Pull up if you believe that story. Don't worry about it. Come see me, y'all. You got choppers, hoe. Spicy. You hoes already said you scared and I'm If you believe the story, come see me, hoe. Asian doll, you got beat out of Dallas. Like, you live in Atlanta right now because you got beat out your own hood. And JT living Period. in Atlanta. Meet me, bitch. You know where the fuck I'm at. Period. You know where the fuck I'm at. Yeah, in the ghetto because you don't got no bags, bitch. Yeah, you right. sleeping okay. on Megan's bed, bitch. Are you talking about Megan? That. How are you gonna talk about a bitch that allows you a place I, to I sleep? Never fuck bitch for none of my shit, bitch. Asian Megan girl. pay your Wi Fi bill. Megan pay for that little birthday party you had. Asian doll, please, please. I have a question for you, Asian doll. JT and Carisha, please let Asian doll answer. Uh, <laughs> okay, Asian doll, okay. This is actually something that doesn't have to do with the city girls, and more so, and, and kind of, uh, I think a lot of fans have to ask, what, what did Meg have? What did Meg the Stallion have to do with any of this? Honestly, if you ever really been there for a bitch, let a bitch cry on your shoulder, really took care of a bitch, really was on a bitch shit without no rapping, no, just for real talking to her, being her friend, and you can't tell your homegirls like, I'm not trying to disrespect you, that this ain't no beef, that this ain't no hostility. Mitch, I don't have nothing for you. When Tori shot your ass, I was there as your motherfucking friend, your confidant, because I knew that nigga wasn't shit. And you just let these ugly motherfucking monster crip creeping ass bitches come up out the crib, the motherfucking swamp of Miami, and put that crocodile gator ass motherfucking teeth at me. What am I supposed to think? You clearly not my motherfucking friend. You only care about the wildlife, bitch. I mean, so what is Meg obligated to speak on this issue? Is that your home? Is that not my homegirl? And you tell me. This is not her song. We are homegirl too, and we don't have to cash <laughs> in the times that we've been each other's friends when it doesn't benefit us. We don't turn on friends just because they didn't give you what you wanted the first time. We don't take business personal with friendship. Are you talking about Tori? How are you going to minimize what she what she went through with Tori just because you didn't get your the feature you wanted and claim that you're a better friend than us who have been there what? just as much? You broke, you broke. Dare say I minimize that shit. Fuck y'all. Y'all bitches ain't let. Fuck you you minimize your bag, ho. No, fuck you, stupid host. I'm sitting up here <laughs> grieving. I just lost my nigga, and you bitches got the nerve to be on my motherfucking line trying to call me ugly. Fuck you, mean spirited dick sucking. She lost her nigga too. You called us trolls. You called us zoo animals. We ain't called you shit, bitch. But irrelevant. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, things are getting a little off the rails here. Just, just hold on. Hold on. Hold on, ladies. Hold on. That's wild, though. JT, JT. We got called goblins. Oh, hold on, hold on, we're calling her ugly. Hold on, hold on, That's the protection according to Tumblr. Hold on, JT. I just want to ask a question real quick, JT. You said that you're a good friend. You don't just throw your friend under the bus just because some shit happened. Well, how do you rectify the wild-ass comments that you made at Saucy Santana because of short disagreement? 
Saucy Santana and I have an understanding in our friendship where we could play with each other and say wild shit, but at the end of the day, it's all love. Me, Saucy and I, we go back and forth. We say terrible shit about each other. That's just how we like go off. Those are our girls. That's not me. If Saucy says something to me that was out of pocket, I wouldn't stop their bag. I wouldn't minimize him getting shot. Like when he was at the club or shit like that. If he says something, I would just say something back or just talk it out. Like we just work it out as friends. But you just say some homophobic shit, right? They say some wild shit back. Right. Okay, cool. Um, Asian doll. Uh, I think these will be my last couple of questions. Um, we've kind of unpacked this Meg situation. Um, and we've also unpacked some of the like uh trauma stuff. Your big push was like, my nigga just died, I'm going through shit, right? JT just got out of prison. <clears throat> Karisha baby daddy just died. Is it fair to be like my shit means I could be one way and then ignore the shit that they go through? I just want to say something. I don't have no motherfucking sympathy for a scamming thieving ass bitch. You a thief. Fuck you, bitch. Do more time. I'm a bad getter. Okay. And nobody knows who you are. Stay relevant for a it's long time. My name now, period. Bitch. We don't you should scam, ho. Bitch, for what? I got you did scam. Got Only way you get known. Like you on my motherfucking Twitter worried about my life. What's up? Can't worry about shit over here. Asian doll, the brat got two bitches, three bitches, four. How about you bring some mojos? I got bars for all you bitches. Nobody knows. It has some money for us too. Okay, that was. You're not familiar. That's from Barbie Reloaded, bitch. That's that's a that's a that's a that's a, a he. Wouldn't know it. Never heard of it. No. Or they on. City girls, this is my closing question for you all. Um, y'all, y'all have been. Well, I, I, I do have to admit, I never heard that song. But y'all, uh, y'all have had a rough solstice. Um, with beef with Asian doll, beef with apparently every doll in hip hop, beef with Roland Ray, like saying wild shit. What's good? Like, like, do y'all, do y'all, like, it should like, just be trying us. Yeah, it's just been a wild fucking year. You know, I just got back. My homegirls going through some shit over here. She survived a shooting. Her family member did not. It's been trying times and trying times call for the city girls to act up, get snatched nigga shit up, and continue to win, to continue to move on. So we're going to grow. We're going to not stop. We're going to keep succeeding. We don't care what the haters going to say. We're going to grow. They're Fuck these niggas. Homophobic and ableist and transphobic? Okay. I don't know what none of those words mean. We never claimed we were perfect. Anti-gay people, anti-trans people, anti-people with disabilities. We got hella... We got anti-nobody. Yeah, we got hella fans who rock with us of all walks of life. I'm pro-bag. Carisha, okay. All right. That's... Wow. That was a waste of a question. Okay. Thank you. Ready, ready You're to, welcome. Ready to deliberate here. I'm ready to deliberate here. Thank you. Um, See, my, nobody even want to hear from Asian doll. This is a huge. I mean, she she actually answered the first closing question. So, um, this was a really spicy exchange of ideas. Um, and I I'm gonna say this. I think if I was to think about the in, intricate, like independent things that were said, then I think Asian doll is far ahead. Um, in debate terms, we would be like she's ahead on. The he floor. fucked with the nigga Trump. Hold on, hold on. You don't let me finish, JT. Relax. It's okay. I'm gonna come to y'all. On, Regardless of your political orientation, I think in this instance, the things she was saying were correct. Y'all don't own your masters. 
y'all do have really, you know, iffy ways of getting the bread that are different from her ways of getting the bread. You do have a lot of weird history of being homophobic, transphobic, and ableist. You do ignore the trauma going on in her life, right? And so, like, in those ways, you she's kind of right. But, and this is a big, big but, like, bigger than JT shit, dog. You don't, I don't know a single song that Asian Doll said. I don't know a single track. I don't know a single bar. I can't name you a feature. I do know that she got dropped by Gucci. She got dropped by 1017, and I think she got dropped by 1501. So I, 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 I just know that she doesn't do well in hip-hop. I know that she's like a pretty face, and I'm really sad that Queen Vaughn passed, you know, leaving her, you know, in, in that regard. But at the same time, like, like, and like, this is, and I don't mean to be rude with this question, Asian Doll. I really don't. But like, who are you? <laughs> like, irrelevant. That's like, what who, I was saying. Irrelevant. Like the city girls, everything the city girls said in terms of like, I got more money. You don't. Who knows you? I got more clout. All of that shit is just absolutely facts. And so even if like you're right, they are selling pussy on the track. They is fucking. They 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 manager. They did suck Lil Yachty for the bars. All of that is getting them a bag that you don't have. And so at the end of the day, like. As much as I don't want to agree with the city girls, like I kind of just agree with the city girls. Like, like they got money and they have a following. And like, who the fuck are you, Asian doll? <laughs> like, who know? Like, like literally, when, when Asian doll during this video or during this interview was like, and that's a bar from Barbie Reloaded. Now after this, I'm gonna have to go look up the bars from Barbie Reloaded to verify. Right? I don't know who the fuck those bars are. You know what I'm saying? And so, sadly enough, I think the city girls are right. Asian doll needs some clout. Even if the criticisms are correct, the criticisms are not do not prevent this shorty from getting the bag, and and that obviously is the mission. Therefore, uh, city girls. Period. Period, home. Because y'all love to talk about whole shit when it's in the idea of a male figure, but then when it's the whole getting her shit, somehow it's not good or it's trifling or X Y Z. Who the fuck cares? I do have one question for Asian Doll, though. What song did you say period on first that you say that you can make claim to period? Well, here's the thing. It's not like a particular, like, song I could trace back to my first period. But, like, y'all know that's my, that's my We don't know. No, we don't know. I'm asking you to pinpoint where it was your thing. That's my, nobody know you. Because I don't suck enough dick. Okay. But no, 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 not that. You really Where? don't. You should. I, I want to give, right. give you your flowers. The right dick. That's it. My bad. I'm trying to give you your flowers. Yeah. Where did you say period? That's the wrong dick all the time. Get right. better, ho. But okay. But like, Asian doll, where did you say period? I need to know so I can give you your flowers. Okay. The silence is definite. And pause. You notice it wasn't a period. Damn, she left the Zoom. Okay, all right. Well, on that note, I guess uh, <laughs> to conclude there, uh, City Girls, um, we got the city on lock, and Asian Doll need to shut the fuck up. Also, why was Meg a part of this? Like, she had nothing to do with this. She beat. made a business decision. Like, and 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 honestly, like, even if it wasn't on the album, there's no reason why. Shorty couldn't drop a fucking remix. Like, people drop remixes all the fucking time. I don't understand. She probably would have been on deck for a remix. <laughs> I, literally, it could have been a remix with all of them. I don't understand. I genuinely just do not understand. It's all of them, though, because it's like the reaction's unnecessary. 
the responses on it, it could have just been done but you know people they like get hot-headed they just like you know disagree with each other and things escalate yeah i just i i i can understand asian doll and city girls beef i just don't understand megan's part in it other than the fact well that it's her song <laughs> yeah but like that's like that's a small like that well, she's friends with both of them, too. It's like she was just celebrating, um, you know, Asian Doll's birthday, and they seem very close, and JT and her seem very close. So it could be like, you know, bitch, like, we both friends with the same bitch, and you expect, you know, the person in the middle to choose a side. <laughs> but that's not very realistic. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> like, this your friend? Nate, uh, how you feel about that? I don't know. I think that I was just looking at some of these some of these Asian doll tweets to figure it out. Asian doll is more of like a, a underground artist. She's on the come up. She's a little younger than a lot of these people too. So it's like part of the problem is that like she's still on the come up. She's still trying to get popping. Mm-hmm. A lot of these other people like just recently did the work for it. I don't know. I always question, like, cause for a while, I was really excited with the new wave of female rapper, women rappers, because it just seemed like they all fuck with each other. And Meg seemed like to be, like, the stasis of where that was created. You like, you see Meg with all the city girls. You see Meg with, like, Doja Cat. You see Meg with an Asian doll. You see Meg with Cash Doll. It just seemed like there was a, a form of unity here. But the thing in rap is so competitive that, like, it's not going to stay for very long. Right. It's kind of harmful at, at, after a point because you're like, even the men after a while, like you see points where they're just like, everyone seems to fuck with each other. And everyone's doing a song. Remember the Swagger Like Us song? You're like, oh, T.I. likes Jay-Z and Jay-Z likes Drake and Drake likes Kanye. But eventually, just like because of just like how hip hop is built, it's so competitive. I feel like Asian Doll would make money with the City Girls. The City Girls would make money with Asian Doll. Like they don't make music that's that fucking different where there's, where there's, they couldn't collab or see this through, but like, just like I said earlier, because the internet, once you say certain things, it's pretty much done. Once you talked about somebody's dead family, it's pretty much over at this point. It's kind of sad, the point, because you're like, I want to see all of them shine. And it seemed like Megan was the, the stasis of where all of them were shining. And I don't think Asian Dog comes out of this beef looking very, you know, very right. Mainly because they're just going to shit on her. They're just going to be like, oh, we're just more popping than you. That's what I was trying to do as, as, as Carisha, just be like, who are you? Even though they know who she is, they've they perform shows that she's open for. It's like she's not like impossible to know to them, but I don't know. I'm just always questioning that whether whether or not these beefs like need to happen. Cause it seemed like Asian Doll was just like a little, was just like talking about her feelings at the moment. She was just tweeting about how disappointed she was, and then that just rolled over into this ginormous beef that just did not need to happen. People were pulled in. Uzi's name was dropped like four times. It's like it's just this is going nowhere. Yeah, they said Uzi was a uh, NJT pussy like a tampon. That's what that's what was said about Uzi. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's such a weird way to phrase that. I thought that was so weird when Carisha said that. She was like, "Y'all, why y'all keep talking about Uzi? That man and JT stuck up JC pussy like a tampon." I was like, "These bitches is really trash." Yeah, that was weird. Also, did JT really get beat up by Uzi's sister? Like, is that a thing? I want to know. I've heard that. that I definitely heard that, but it would be that is hilarious. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that's funny because that's just mean like her little sister wasn't playing. Like, bitch, you're not gonna wild my little brother shit. I don't know who the fuck you came so, uh, the fuck out of you. City girl my ass. <laughs> Get these city hands. I might believe it because JT's so small. But who knows? Lil Uzi Vert sister can't be much bigger. <laughs> Lil Uzi small as shit. You did small as fuck. <laughs>
Uh, I think at the end of this, again, I can see the city girls, they got money. So, Asian dog, you need to get a bag. Um, but city girls should also be held accountable because y'all be on some wild ass shit. Right. Hello. But we said that before. We can afford to. <sighs> nah, not, not for long. You're going to say the wrong thing. Nigga. You're going to, you know, Kevin Hart found out. Y'all gonna find out. Everything he was hot, he was hot, and then he's, his tweet got brought up, and you thought you was gonna host the Oscars. <laughs> so shit, we are not trying to host no Oscars, nigga. Hey, she get a bag. A period. Not the hosting. We're trying to host a beauty supply store opening. Period. Sell and some on, wigs. And on that note, we're uh, gonna be back with more TBH. Yo, 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 the correct opinion it's not the moral opinion it's not like the kind opinion it is the unpopular opinion <laughs> i'm low-key excited to spend this holiday season alone which is no shade to my family love them very much they're very great people like if i had to choose 10 people to live with those would be my 10 people all the time <laughs> Solid bunch. But when you live with like 10 people and try to quarantine and only live with those 10 people, it's a lot. So the idea of going from like 10 plus people to one person is very exciting to me. So your your popular opinion, just to, to put it into a sentence, would be what? I'm excited to spend these this winter break alone. All right, so your your winter break is, is you're, you're enjoying it alone. Yes, and I want to say like there's not a lot of holidays Muslims celebrate in winter break, so it's not like a festive a festive time usually for us. It's not like oh we gather around towards the end of December and stuff like that. Like usually we have all of those kind of family things prior. Mm. So yeah, I'm excited. Gonna get some work done. Gonna read some things. Gonna write some things. Gonna just take time to myself. Okay, okay. All right. Uh, um, I'm just gonna give my opinion on this. I feel the exact opposite of Nadia. Um, I um, this I'm a family guy. I'm like a real, real big family guy. Um, I've mentioned earlier in the episode that Christmas is my favorite holiday. Um, I like to make an addendum to that. Christmas is my family's favorite holiday. Um, we are a like I have like videos on Facebook and Instagram of like my my family singing in the in the kitchen making breakfast. Like we are like the the Christmas movie black family. Like we love Christmas. It's like it's a thing. Like all the family members stay at grandma's house. We all wake up real early, open gifts on the tree together, eat breakfast together as a family, like we decorate the tree, the house, the whole shit bang and bang. So, you know, and like again, these are probably like these probably just a big cultural difference. Like like you said, like Muslims don't really do the same thing around this part of the holidays and you know you know, I have a really Christian family, you know, 
Jesus is the season for, for us, whatever. And so it's, it's a big, it's a really big deal for my family. And so um, I feel just the opposite. Like I'm, I'm really dreading this holiday. I'm okay with this holiday because, you know, I have my wife and I'm, I'm, like, as long as I have her, I'm, I'm happy, you know? But at the same time, like, I would love to have my family, like, like all of them, like, not just some of them, like my mama, my brother, my grandma, my cousin, like I want them all in the house with me. I want them to sleep over in the room and wake up. I want my youngest cousin to wake me up hella early on Christmas day. Like he always does. Like I miss, I miss that shit so much. Like I'm low key. I'm getting emotional thinking about it. Like I miss my family that much. And so um, I actually think that I would, this is like, I want to, I want, I would love to be with my family. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which is why I'm like not trying to defend this as like the right or better opinion because that was literally me for like the past like 10 months or whatever like I got to like stay with my cousin like all those people that you listed were all in the house with me and that's who I was living with up until like this point so it was great like it's really great to spend time with your family but there's also what I'm saying is there's also a bit of good times to be had just by yourself in your own domain how you feeling this Nate? I've had a little bit of experience of both. Like I've had years where I decided to spend the holidays by myself because the holidays tend to be a really anxious period for me. Like I love my family, but like the process of seeing all of them and constantly having to answer the same questions from family you see like once a year. Because my holidays were usually spent with like my extended family. It was really anxiety producing for me for a very long time. But recently I've been on more of some family shit and I feel more like towards Devon says, cause I spent a lot of time by myself. Like I've spent a lot of holidays by myself. Like I've been by myself a long time, but like now I have like a serious partner and we have a, you know, little family and shit like that. I just feel the need to be around people. But I get the, I get where Nadia is coming from because there was times where like the first holiday Thanksgiving that like I just did not go to because I had shit to do. It just felt, you know, kind of like there was ease over my body. That I didn't have to worry about this like extremely anxious gay. I think it's all about, like, how people's families are, you know? Like, if your family's a family that gets really into holidays, then maybe it's more fun. My family gets really into Thanksgiving, but not really into Christmas. Like, every household kind of does it by themselves. And growing up, you know, Christmas is hard for you, like, don't have a lot of money. So it's like, you look forward to it, but you know, like, your parents don't, you know, it's really stressful for them. So I never really enjoyed Christmas until I got older and could buy myself shit and buy other people shit. But I feel, I understand both sides. I'm somewhere in the middle. This year, I want to be around family. Yeah, I think it's just because y'all haven't been around family much this year, right? Like, I think the the difference between what me and Nate said is that, like, my argument isn't even, like, unique to a pandemic and not being around family. I, for me, it's more so just, like, my family is hella, hella fun on Christmas. Like, that's, like, our, that's, like, our, like, that's, like, our solstice. <laughs> like, our family solstice Christmas. Like, we turn up tremendously on Christmas. And so uh that's that's the I think that's kind of what my difference is. <laughs> okay, yeah. My family they, we like Christmas because we get into the holiday spirit, but we don't do like my partner now, like I don't we didn't wrap gifts. Did you all wrap gifts growing up? My parents never wrapped any gift for me ever. We never celebrated Christmas. That was nothing we ever did. I've never gotten a, even for my birthday Most I've never gotten like a wrapped gift. Maybe watch Christmas movies and enjoy the day off of work. <laughs> But this year I had the I bought gifts for like my family and my partner and I first time I was like, Oh shit, I have to wrap these. I've never wrapped a gift in my entire life. My family just didn't do that. That's kind of like my experience. Um, when I first like started dating Devon, 
his entire family was like, oh, you know, they're really, really into Christmas. And I brought like a box, an Amazon box with his gifts in it to the house and put them under the tree. And his aunt was like, oh, we wrap our gifts in our family. And I got really offended and kind of in my feelings because my family doesn't really celebrate Christmas. My family is an income tax family. Like my mother really will tell you that I'm getting my gift in February. Like that's just how my family is. And it's not going to be wrapped. It's going to be something I probably went to the store and picked out myself. Probably something I bought. Like she, you know, she'll take me to the store and literally be like, pick out your shoes or pick out your gift. And that's just kind of how my Christmas as a kid was. So for me, I was never really excited, but the Bonds family is very dedicated to it. So, you know, she made me wrap up the gifts and they made me spend the night at his grandma's house. And then in the morning, the family cooks a big breakfast. And, you know, lovely. we all one at a time open our gifts and everybody gets you everything that you actually ask for. And like, they really prioritize and take Christmas dead serious. Like, and this was the first time I ever had to do it. Um, but now, like as an adult and like thinking about traditions I want to do for my family, things that we're thinking about, I'm starting to get more creative and more crafty and trying to make our own traditions and make our own things. And, you know, like one thing my dad did, though, he would let us open up when we were really young and they did care about Christmas. They would let us open up one gift on Christmas Eve. So like I'm trying to think of like small traditions that maybe aren't so capitalistic. Um, maybe not so toxic because Christmas is kind of toxic TBH. Um, yeah. So I can see why, you know, Nadia is like during this holiday, I'm not interested because some people really will stop talking to you over Christmas gifts. Um, some people will really ruin a relationship over Christmas gifts. Um, the holidays can be mad toxic. People be talking about you, who you with, what you doing yeah. in life. Just anything they can to like facilitate these toxic conversations and toxic relationships. And I think that the holidays facilitate a positive response to toxicity. Yeah, and I also I also think just for me, when we're not a super holiday centric type of family, we just learn to make those types of tradition very every day, like those types of investments. Um so it's like Yes, that's very nice. Like, that's a good way of living with a bunch of people all the time. Um, however, nothing like what is also valuable is your own personal time. Because just living it every day is tiring. <laughs> you know what I mean? Living with your whole family every day. You can't go nowhere else. Right. You feel kind of like you sucked into it and you don't really. Yeah, know. sometimes you just need to branch out. And that's no shade. Because you could have a wonderful family environment, you know, it could be very non-toxic, you know, work real hard to enjoy living together. But sometimes you just don't want to live with multiple people. <laughs> you just want alone time. That part. And I'm excited. It's been a while since I've been, like, on my own. Yeah, I think this year is just interesting. Yeah, it raised really raised the stakes. Like I enjoyed living with my family; it was really great. No complaints. I want to stress that for my sister who listens. No complaints. Yeah, listen, listen, Hussein family. Nadia is not saying she doesn't love you. Very much excited that she's excited to be able to be in her crib and have her own thing. But over here, man, it's my own space, my TV. 
hopefully you're still enjoying the holidays and hopefully your your unique and special holiday alone this year will still be full of cheer oh it will be my family has been calling me nonstop. so even when you're quote unquote alone you're not alone yeah definitely technology has definitely made the gaps much smaller comparably right yeah, i hope everyone's able to spend the time with the people they want to spend that time with even if it's just yourself uh, we are releasing this episode i think either on christmas or before christmas but regardless have a happy safe wonderful holiday make sure you wear your mask and social distance uh the cdc said please be careful around your family there's apparently some new strain of the virus yeah be safe stay in quarantine all right y'all i'll let y'all this another this has been another episode of tbh i'm your boy the one aka murph mcgirt we've been here with nadia face beat nate wallflower and thank you for our special guest this episode nick from ancestors touch uh you want to make you want to say like some stuff about your business real quick um yes if you are last minute or behind on your christmas shopping and know that you need to make up and want to get an extra special gift for someone an ancestor's touch currently awesomes customized candles when i say customized personalized i put pictures quotes anything to let you know that that person is special to you so please check out my etsy follow me on instagram facebook at an ancestor's touch Yo, them custom candles slap. Just throwing this out there. My custom candle that I just got made for me. Um, for the brothers out there, I don't know if y'all know this fragrance, but Cool Water. I got a Cool Water of fragrance candle. It's like a cologne. And then the other one I have is like, it's like, I don't really know the name of it, but I know it's like, it's ocean minerals and the Black Sea and, and smells of, of sea salts and minerals all in one candle. So definitely check her out on Etsy, Instagram, uh, Snapchat. TikTok, Facebook, the whole shebang and bang. Um, and thank you for listening to another episode of TBH. We'll holler at y'all knuckleheads later. Peace.